Hi there, how you doing? Pete Pascoe here, your host, as always, on this series of um, songs I've written in the past, from the past. Um, look, so some of them going to be up. Some of these songs will be more recent ones, more up to date ones as well. They're coming up. I've been demoing songs uh, this year. I, I enjoyed actually playing the drums uh, on some demos. So that was something completely different. Never learned to play the drums before, so I did that last year for a bit of fun. Uh, very roughly, I might say. <laughs> um, today I'm going to introduce a song called Lifetimes. That um, it's, it's the original demo I did years ago. Um, you know, this song I, I've actually released on my first piano album, which is called um, Eridanus slash River Music. And that was from a few years ago. Um, and uh, it's one of four piano albums that have, that have actually gone really well for me, which is great. Um, get a lot of great feedback. People have uh, been enjoying playing those to chill out to, which is just just very very nice. And um, people have been uh, playing these songs um, with some sheet music that I've produced as well. So I'm going right down that path. Um, I've got a dozen up now. I by the time this is recorded and. Uh, been published as a podcast. Hopefully, there'll be uh, more. Um, I'm, I'm going to be releasing them on my website, www.petepasco.com. Okay, went off quickly into the sheet music realm there uh, because this is actually an instrumental. This one um, on this demo, though, I, I've I've tried to sort of emulate an orchestra with my piano. That's what I tried to do um, on my keyboards. And uh, that was that was good fun. I did enjoy that. It was all done on a, a four track years ago, and with the four track, you have um, four tracks, obviously. One of which was the acoustic piano. So I got my piano down. Um, it's, it was a beautiful old piano. Um, it, yeah, I got it, picked it up for a hundred dollars off a, a friend of mine, John Hogan, years ago. Very generous of him, um, and it was one of the. The city where I lived, Palmerston North, it was one of the old rock and roll pianos. It was, had a, it was a big piano, had a huge sound, and um, look, it, it gave me a whole lot of songs. I wrote a lot of songs on there, um, including the first songs I really wrote. Um, sort of really committed down the path to writing songs with that piano. Uh, this particular piece, Lifetimes, um, because I was just listening to a few bars as I as I do before I generally as I do before I record these podcasts and um, it took me right back there 1987 was officially when I um, wrote this although I remember having snippets of it sort of floating around on different bits of paper um, I thought I, I like that bit oh I like that bit and then on this night it was it was a late um, late one night uh, the flatmates were away which was good because I'd I'd come home from playing in the band, and it was a, a wintry night in New Zealand in August, and um, I just sort of sat down at the piano and started playing this this song. And no, oh, hang on, I've got that other bit there on that bit of paper. I'll bring I'll bring that in as well. And I finally sort of organised the order in which all these bits would go. And on that night, I sort of composed a couple more sections of it. You'll see there's definite sections to the song, and um, Finish the end and and basically and, and put it in the songbook that night. So that that was that was the night that it all sort of came together. Really, um, I will play it sooner than later here. 
Um, and t- in terms of the string sounds, you you, you hear what I've, I've tried to done. I've tried to done. I've tried to done. I've tried to do, yeah, as I say, emulating an orchestra with fairly limited gear, I might say. But um, plenty of good intention and uh, lots of passion. And uh, I was right in there. So here we go. I think what we'll do is we'll just roll it. This is Lifetimes, 1987.
go. Uh, Lifetimes from 1987. Well, um, what did I think listening back to that? Well, I was putting myself in your shoes and I was sort of wondering what you might be thinking as you're listening to that. Um, for As well as that, from a, look, from a production point of view, obviously, I'd be looking at dropping the level of um, some of those strings and flutes and things that came honking in. But um, overall, it wasn't a bad sort of a sketch. It was was, um, a fun time in my life back then. I would have liked to have been able to afford to uh, hire a real orchestra and and play that on a grand piano. That really would have been something. May yet do that in my life one day. I'd like to do that. That'd be great. Um, Perhaps hire someone to uh, arrange the strings for me. I could perhaps deliver a sketch like that so look if you know of anyone uh, that's uh would like to do that there's a thing hey maybe that's a good thing about this podcast anyone that uh, wants to arrange some strings for me that'd be really cool we could work something out <laughs> uh presently at this time as i speak i don't have a budget for that but in the future i'm sure i will yeah how's that for a statement i'm sure i will <laughs> I think what I might do uh, on this podcast is put up the finished version as well. I think I'll do that. That might be a that might be a thing to do next. Um, and as I say that, I, I see the the album just sitting on my table over there. So I'm just going to stop this tape here. Just the tape. I'll stop the the Pro Tools recording here for a second. I'll just go and grab this CD. Um, and I also have before me. The cassette from 1987. It, it's on this album called Influences. Um, it was unreleased. It was one of four or five cassette releases that I did uh, with my friend Paul Dredge, and this was on uh, Open Side B from memory. And uh, yeah, that was that was there were fun times doing those recordings. I tell you what, I did learn um, back in those days of recording with four tracks. Um, I learned the art of recording. Well, that's where I started to. Uh, it was a it was a mountain to climb. There's so much to learn, um, and I, I think I'd like to segue here into the concept of when you, as an artist, you you have a, a vision of how you want to how you'd like a project to sort of come out. How you'd like to realise this vision, um, and and things like say finances come in, budget comes into it. Um, you're at your level of expertise well, at the stage of your career as an artist um the the product that you finally come up with um yeah it it can fall short of what you have in mind um it's it's nonetheless really exciting to produce it part of you realizes that it wasn't quite what i wanted but i'll put it out this this is this is as good as i can do so you, you come to this point as an artist do you do you release it do you say Right, this this is as good as I can do. I'm proud of this. I'm going to do it. Or you're going to sort of hide it away forever and wait for the perfect take. And I think you might realize that the perfect take is never going to happen. No matter what budget or what studio, there'll always be something that, as an artist, you think, oh, I could have done that better. So look, I, I'm very pleased that I recorded those uh, early recordings that I did, including this uh, version of Lifetimes, because it, it it pushed me on. I figured out stuff, and um, when it came around years later to recording the the piano version um, on the 
river music, well, I'd, I'd learned a bit more about then. Uh, I had better gear, better gear uh, digital gear, and I think I'll just roll that now. See how that one sounds, eh?
Okay, so there you go. There was the album cut of uh, Lifetimes. Uh, a few things came to mind then. Um, I actually, after playing play, playing the piano solo version, after playing the version with the the strings and whatnot, um, I missed some of those violin lines in there. I, I think um, this, this brought me to this conclusion. Here you go. Okay, well, I think the the piano version of this song, Lifetimes, it fitted on river music, um, and, and it was it was an okay performance. There you go. I think the rest of the album, I think most of it, I, I couldn't have performed any better in a way. Um, it all it was improvised in the moment, and and the playing on it, I'm, I'm very, very very happy with. I don't, well, I couldn't go back and play it again. There you go, not the same way. And, and not as well, I don't think, which is which is pretty cool. Um, with Lifetimes, um, it needed to be on there because it represented one of my early efforts at bringing together sort of classical, if you like, piano music. Um, but maybe I'm not finished with this yet. I really think, I really think one day I'd like to have this recorded with an orchestra. That's 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 been an interesting experience for me tonight, listening to that string version. And, and then with the piano uh, version as well. Hmm. Well, it's been a wintry old day in Melbourne. Um, I've enjoyed myself. I got out and painted in, uh, a plein air, which is uh, painting on the spot. Um, and it came up, I was very happy with it. It was a windy sort of a day. The the bay here in Melbourne, it's a, it's a beautiful, massive, large, natural bay. And there aren't sort of waves as such generally, unless the wind blows. So it behaves a bit like a, an inland uh, freshwater lake. And uh, today there was some just some nice little waves coming in, and I, I enjoyed painting, and I've enjoyed doing this blog tonight. It's been great. Uh, from a songwriting point of view, um, I think it's really not a bad idea at all to just keep an open mind with with the bits of songs that you've got around lying around as a songwriter, maybe matching them up together and see what happens. That that's what happened with Lifetimes. That's what got me started. I think with three or four different parts before I sort of got on a bit of a roll. Um, a, a famous song, Fall at Your Feet by Crowded House. Uh, I think it was Mitchell Froome had, uh, I think Neil, Neil Finn had recorded, I think this is right anyway, Neil Finn had recorded the verse and he also had recorded a chorus. So he had these two bits lying around and I think Mitchell Froome, Mitchell Froome might have brought them together and uh, put the song together. So it's a good idea to keep an open mind. Maybe Maybe you've got bits of songs that work well together. Um, and also from a songwriting point of view, I think it's really important to keep, again, an open mind is the key, obviously. It really is, because then you stay in the flow and you're not you're not sort of closed your mind. You haven't closed your mind to possibilities. The more open you can be, the better, obviously. Um, it helps, certainly helps to know what relative chords are, what chords go together. There's no doubt about that. But also, I think it's really, really important to just let your fingers fall sometimes or I guess if you're playing on the guitar don't play the guitar but how you you know, put your fingers on the strings and perhaps different places than you might random places see what comes out um I always have a feeling when I'm writing a song of oh, oh, I'm coming out to one of these points there needs to be a wild sort of a, a chord needs to come in here and and that happened a lot in lifetimes it's happened a lot and if if uh, you were to go through um looking at it from a theory point of view, there, there are a lot of unrelated chord sequence, sort of chords that go one after another there, ones you wouldn't perhaps expect, but 
I think it uh, it can really bring a bit of magic to um, proceedings. There you go. I think I think not putting myself in these guys' league by any means, but um, yeah, I think the the Bee Gees were very good at that. The keyboard player used to come up with a wild chord occasionally, and the the other guys playing the guitars. We go, what you're gonna do? What chord? And it was the one that made it. Uh, David Bowie, uh, another guy, David Bowie, and um, also. Uh, Freddie uh, Mercury, I think, very good at putting in some really wild chord sequences together. You think, what the heck? And, uh, well, of course, what comes to mind there is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course, all over the shop. And uh, look how long that's, look how that's sort of um, lasted, eh? And it's, uh, I think it's got legs. It's a magnificent recording. Okay, well, if you're still with me, thank you so much for tuning in again this week. Uh, we'll be back with a singing one again next week, I think. Um, and you know, if you want to keep up to speed with uh, the art and the music that I'm releasing each week, look, I'm planning a video, I'm planning a blog post. There'll be the planier painting that I was talking about, for instance, just before. I'm going to put that on my blog. That'll be fun. Uh, there'll be piano lessons, uh, how to draw cartoons, just all sorts going on. Um, and you'll, you'll, of course, be first to know when I'm releasing an album. I've got one coming up with my band that I'm really excited about. We have recorded it that uh, has captured us how we sound live. That's really great. So I really enjoy playing with the band when we get together, when we can. It's brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm particularly enjoying these podcasts. It's a chance to sort of bring out this these old songs sitting around, different styles of music. I love I love. Getting in and doing different styles of music, always have. It it, it, it spins my wheels, uh, the, the varieties, the spice, I guess, and all that sort of thing. But it, it just, what it does, if, if, if I'm playing sort of gentle piano music, it sort of gets the batteries all charged for next time I'm sort of rocking out with a band. And if I'm playing a really loud gig with a band, it's been really great. My ears are ringing. Well, the next day I really enjoy just sitting down and just playing a, a, a solo piano piece so it's it's nice to have that variety and and the same with the painting and that anyway i started to say if if you like the idea if you like what you heard today and you want to hear more with this other podcasts of course love you to sign up to my email list and there you'll get to hear everything that's coming up and that's coming out so that's on www.petepasco.com well, I think we're going to wrap it up there, folks, tonight. Um, thanks so much for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. Hope you've enjoyed the music, something a little bit different. As I say, next week we'll probably get back into another singing one. And there's, there's plenty of that um, sitting around here in the vaults, as they say. And uh, looking forward to bringing some more music to you. Hope you have a great week. Thanks so much. See you next time. Bye now.